we can move on to the next question. If okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I thought you go. Okay, the next, the, the next and last question then. Uh, archaeology, the topic will be archaeology in Hebrew seals, uh, which is your expertise, <laughs> the surfing and apologetics. Ben, you have okay. studied yeah. in great Hebrew seals and how they can help us understand better um, the historical and cultural context of the Old Testament. Could you talk a little bit about, about that and your work in that area? Uh, sure. So uh, this is the subject of my master's thesis right now, which I'm about to finish up. So uh, in the ancient, in the ancient uh, biblical world, we have almost no manuscripts that survive from uh, too far back. Simply because they decay, they get eaten by worms. Uh, but one thing that we do have, uh, which is closely associated with manuscripts, which I've been trying to study, is uh, ancient Hebrew seals. And we actually have, we have thousands of seals from like the biblical lands, from uh, the nations surrounding Israel, from the ancient Near East. So if you remember, uh, for example, in the whole story of Joseph, there's this scene where... Uh, Pharaoh, he, he becomes so enamored with Joseph, he likes him so much that he decides he, he has the ceremony and he gives Joseph his uh, his seal ring in, in uh, the biblical text. And when he gives him the seal ring, it symbolizes like, hey, you, you have the authority of the Pharaoh now uh, because you have my ring. So that's that's the object that I study is uh, what they would do in the ancient world, in the ancient Near East is get semi-precious stones and you would have this artisan who would carve the name of of an important official or person like within this little stone and they'd be quite small and then usually it would be accompanied with uh, some sort of art uh, very often Egyptian art and then this uh, this stone you could wear it as a necklace you could wear it as a ring you would use it to um impress uh well i guess i should go back a little bit you, you would get a uh, like a papyrus document you would fold it up uh and then you put a clay on a uh you would fold it up tie it up and then you put a lump of clay like on the uh, tied cord and then you would press into the clay this image of your seal so now the document can't be open without breaking the seal and you know who 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 the seal belonged to the authority behind it and these little uh, these little stone seals survive pretty well, simply because they're made of stone. So we have thousands of them from the ancient Near East. So uh, the idea for my thesis was that uh, there there's been a doctoral thesis that was published a few years ago, which had this idea of let's create a ranking system where we can tell how likely it is that an inscription identifies a biblical person. So it's, it was an entire book, essentially, based on this idea of how can we develop a really philosophically sophisticated system for ranking the, reli the reliability that an inscription identifies a biblical person. So mm -hmm. I took this guy's thesis. I applied it to the thousands of Hebrew, uh, not thousands of Hebrew seals, but uh, the uh, hundreds and hundreds of Hebrew seals that we have in order to determine, well, how many do we have that can reliably be said to identify a biblical person? And the result that I got was we have 24 artifacts that identify 15 biblical persons uh, living before the fall of the first temple. So these are people that are uh, 
But these are these are people, not biblical characters, but uh, people who leave. Uh, no, no, these are biblical characters. Okay. People that their names are mentioned in the Bible. Okay, like okay. We, we have their title, we know who they mm-hmm. are, which is really cool. There's a tremendous number of people that there's a very good possibility that they're mentioned in the Bible, and we have their seal, but we can't establish. Uh, we don't have enough criteria to establish like reliably with uh, with certainty or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just wanted the ones that were like the most reliably uh, established. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said, we were able to establish 15 biblical persons just from this this little stone artifacts that we have. Okay. And uh, what you end up with is people like King Jeroboam II, uh, Uzziah, the king of Judah, Hezekiah, the king of Judah, Hilkiah, the high priest. Mm-hmm. Who discovered the book of Deuteronomy, which is pretty cool. Yes. Uh, and then we, we have all, all, all sorts of, because the Babylonians came through Judah, uh, and burned everything to the ground, mm. <laughs> they, they hardened all of these little clay, uh, these documents were burned and, and the little mm. clay seals that were attached to them were, were hardened basically like stone. So we have a tremendous number of these little clay, these little, uh, clay, uh, seal impressions. So, 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 ben, so, so, so these seals, did these people actually wear wearing them, like you said, like necklace or 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 a ring? Or you could wear them as or the necklace, ring, uh, bracelets, all sorts of way they would wear them. So, so, so this but, and, and this is also um, this is the, now you got my interest because um, th- these things are actually. Proofs of, of these historical characters. Essentially, yes, yeah. So depending on depending on how reliably you can say yes, this is this biblical person, which for some people it's it's just virtually certain because mm-hmm. you'll have like this seal belongs to uh, Hezekiah, king of Judah. So it's like there's only one Hezekiah, king of Judah in history. Mm-hmm. We know we got the guy. All right. So 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 this is. Uh, like, like, how can I say? Like, uh, are you not archaeologists like Fink, Finkelstein, and they they all put like uh, they don't believe that oh this 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 thing was a made up story or or, or were made up characters. Uh, this this kind of throws throws his thesis to one side. Or... I I don't want to like over dramatize it yeah, and yeah, say yeah, like yeah, look yeah. we we've proven like uh, miracles in the Bible that type of thing. But but what is cool is that. You'll get a couple people like uh, like there's a seal. The most recently discovered one, it was last year and it was announced this year, was one identifying guy named Nathan Melech. Uh, Nathan Melech was a court official uh, in a biblical passage where he just gets mentioned like just barely. Some event happened near the room that he worked in, so his name got mentioned. As, and this took place in this room near where he worked in. And that's it. And this biblical passage that he occurs in, happens to be like one of the most contested uh, passages in history in terms of like how many times it was edited and, and like whether or not the events it records happens. Mm. So it's so cool that like, Hey, now we know this guy existed. We found his seal. So the idea that, so you could say the events recorded about him and like uh, uh, the events recorded in conjunction with him, they're probably they probably have some grain of historicity to them just because like uh, you have memory of who this odd guy was that only gets barely mentioned. Where, where, so where, like, where is he mentioned in the Bible? I mean, uh, uh, that'll be in the in the historical books, yeah. In your talking, Second uh, Kings um, twenty three eleven. Yes, I'm, I was getting to to ah Kings, not Chronicles. Okay, 
Ah, ok. Second Kings. Second Kings. Uh, so, 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 so only mentioned only once. 2311, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm reading in Spanish though, so it's because, uh, because I wanted to look. Yeah, so, so that's it. Second Kings 2311. That's, that's the only. That's, okay, let's go back to it. So this is the only time this individual is mentioned, yet you found the, the seal. Correct. Wow. And he's not even mentioned like he's an important character. He's just like, they just talk about, yes. hey, this yes. event happened next to his room. Yeah, yeah, just to help locale, uh, just, to, just, just to help find, uh, to, to, give, to give directions. Right, right. So you, there's there's really cool like finds that surface from this. Like uh, uh, we have a seal ring. Like we still have the ring attached to the seal of uh, one of Hezekiah's sons mm -hmm. named Hanan, mm -hmm. uh, which is you wouldn't expect archaeologically that we would find out the ring size <laughs> of one of Hezekiah's sons, the guys who discovered uh, the Book of Deuteronomy. Or for example, we have a couple of these. Uh, clay seal impressions that were fired during the Babylonian destruction, so they're, they're rock hard, so they survive. Uh, they have little fingerprints on the edges, mm. so we might have, it's very likely that we have the fingerprints of some some important men in the Bible, uh, like King Jotham, for example. Fingerprints, yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, the, the main research question that I put behind all this is, when you look at a lot of these seals, when I collected all these seals identifying biblical persons together and I looked at them, a huge amount of them had very Egyptian iconography. Mm. So, for example, uh, the Hezekiah seal, which a couple years ago was announced its discovery, and it has uh, a winged sun disc, which looks like uh, you know the Egyptian god Ra, and it has two Egyptian onks on the sides. Mm. Uh, we even have a couple seal, like one seal uh, has a depiction of the god Horus, which is, uh, it's really strange because he served a very, uh, a pious king, according to the Bible. So the question that I've been dealing with is, why is it that you have all this solar iconography, you have yes. uh, Egyptian iconography on Hebrew seals of people that, from history, we know they were uh, pious worshippers of Yahweh. And the answer uh, that I've come to I will go through all the arguments for it now, but the answer that I've come to is that it seems pretty clear that in ancient Israelite religion, they did, they did this thing that I mentioned earlier of uh, polemical theology, where uh, it was very, very common in the ancient Near East, where you would take the, the sun disk symbol and you would use it to represent your chief deity. So uh, Hezekiah, for example, the seal of his whole, like, royal administration it's a wing sun disc and he he accepts this as like look this is a legitimate way to represent yahweh uh symbolically artistically uh and and it wasn't like any sort of uh it wasn't perceived as any sort of like breaking of the second commandment or anything like that mm. uh, even though even though they were trying to represent uh because i can remember i mean i used to when i was young i used to like iron maiden <laughs> I remember the, the, their album Power Slave. Uh, I even went to the concert in Long Beach Arena, <laughs> and, uh, and, and and so they have they have all these um, this iconography from Egypt, and, and, and yes, and the sun disc huh? with the sun disc with uh, with the wings, and and for yeah. those, and for people who are maybe more your age, 
which is a cheaper version of it would be like uh, Katy Perry um, <laughs> <laughs> video that, 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 that was taken down or, or the song. On the that, Illuminati symbolism. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, those, uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, and, and there's a guy who's a music, music, uh, music expert that has shown that that toot, toot, toot. again in the, in, in, the, in this in, 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 uh, I'm sorry to go into this thing about Katy Perry, but it, it got my, uh, <laughs> my, my my eye because because it's just like biblical. It has some cross pollination. This music musicologist he was showing uh, the you know the thing that they took her to court. Toot, 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 toot. I mean the, the something, and he and he saying, okay, I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put this thing. And you hear it? Oh no, no! I'm sorry. This is from the this is back from the 18th century. And then he puts another one. Oh no! This is I'm sorry. This is from something else. And then he goes. No, I'm sorry. This is from Godzilla. And 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 then. Oh, this is from Moses coming down from 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 with the Ten Commandments. So that thing has been used time and time again by musicians. And now this Christian rapper wants to copyright it. And and, right. and and when and, and when I was listening to them, I said this is the same the same argument people put forward regarding uh, Israelite religion copying somebody else. You cannot do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See that? I guess that's the point that I'm getting at. Is like uh, the sun disc, for example, which it's it's so cool because Isaiah will he'll compare Yahweh to the sun in several passages. Uh, there's a passage I think it's in Isaiah 60 roughly somewhere out there where he says uh, at the new creation, Yahweh will become the sun. Uh, but this, this idea of representing your chief God as the sun was, it was already like mm. a millennia old before Kings like Hezekiah took the symbol. Like it, it was an indigenous part of his culture. Mm. So, so, it, so representing God as the sun is just, um, Again, this is polemical. Again, going back to uh, uh, my God is better than your God. Right. Oh. Uh. So, so um, but, but Ben, the, my thing is, I, I have a bone to pick with Finkelstein, <laughs> to tell you the truth. <laughs> I mean, maybe... I don't know. I, I, I understood that you don't want to take uh, a, a, maybe my, um, my position... Because I'm, I'm not an archaeologist, uh, uh, but the thing is that his theory lessens uh, because, uh, like, the Bible uncover is being translated into Spanish, and, and people and I, I, met, uh -huh. I met a pun yesterday. They have made made that book their Bible <laughs> to understand oh, really? the Bible. Yeah, and people said the Bible has totally been proven that it's not true. So what you're saying about the seals? Shows that there are big holes in his in his in, at least there are big holes in his in his and his partner um, on the book uh, arguments. The I mean, that's how I take it. Uh, I wouldn't go that far just because I'm not sure, like in specified format, uh, what types of arguments he's making that you're referring mm -hmm. to. Yeah, but, the, but, but, but his his school broad. of thought. His school of thought, like it's uh, very minimalistic in terms of like how much you can trust the Bible, and it's it's directly opposed to like some very uh, very excellent archaeologists like Elliot Mazar, who's excavating uh, the city of David right now. Uh, she discovered the Hezekiah bull, and she's like 
her opinion about the Bible is total opposite. She thinks you can follow it, and it's it's a productive uh, schema to to find local sites. So, uh, mm. in terms of uh, in terms of that, uh, I've read plenty of Finkelstein before, but in terms of uh, what you're talking about, I don't think I'd be probably qualified yeah, 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 to so challenge it too ne- much. Ne- 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 neither am I. But the thing is that, um, uh, like I said, this is like throwing a, a wrench into the machine. <laughs> I mean, right. at, at least right. that's how I see it. That's how I see it. Because these people who are who are quoting Finkelstein as the one and all said, no, 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 Let's, there's still some things that we have to take, consider. Yeah, so, so, I mean, I, I see it more so as an apologetic um, tool. Well, anyway, so those are the questions, my friend. We, we have finished. Um, just one last thing uh, that I like to. So, so when are you finishing your your master thesis? Should be October. End of October is when I'm scheduled to be done. Okay. And, and hoping that you pass. When when will graduation take place? Um, unclear on that right now, but mm. uh, I might not be in the. I might not even be in the country for it. So I'd just say, in, in the preceding months after that is when I should be getting my degree. It's uh it's it's been very strange in Germany. They're not nearly as as uh, quick with like grading things and, and mm. the administration and everything as as I'm used to in America. Yes, here is as well. Very quickly uh, they follow. Like I told you before, um, before we started recording, they follow the English. So you you do your exam, and very quickly you know if you pass or not. <laughs> right, right. And here look, I have to wait like two months. Yeah. And, and looking at life beyond master degree, uh, um, I mean, um, thinking PhD, you have to look for a place to do it, or you thinking about staying in Germany to do it, or I'll probably come back to Germany for it. They're just yeah. they're just too nice to uh, scholars and students for for me not to do that. In terms yes. of just pure finances, oh. in terms of quality of education, I want to go to Deutschland. <laughs> well, Australia, Australia actually, actually, Australia has paid my my studies. That's why I can study. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm like you. I mean, I don't pay. They, they don't pay my upkeep, but uh, but they pay my studies. So uh, pe- pe- right. people are amazed. I'm amazed. I mean, uh, my course, the the the, the one I'm doing is. Uh, uh, I, have it, I actually I have it here because before before talking to you I was do, I was doing my class, contemporary approaches to biblical studies. That's two thousand four hundred dollars in the class, the whole class. So, um, to pay that that that, <laughs> that would be impossible. Um, yeah. It will be very hard. It will be very hard. So uh, a German, but so the government pays, <laughs> and in in Germany I know that they're very generous as well. So. So I'm glad to have talked to you, Ben. Uh, I, I hope that uh, when you finish, uh, doors open for you. And uh, and thank you for your time. What time is it right yeah, now thanks. in Germany? In Germany, what time is it? It is two thirty-five. Here's uh, two thirty-five in the afternoon, thir- uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Yes. Today, uh, right now, it's ten thirty-five here in Australia PM. Uh, uh, in Wednesday as well. In Wednesday as well. So, so thank you very much. Right. So thank cool. you very much. I hope to um, to catch up with you some other time and and, and talk about all, all, all the issues. I like like to hear more about the seals because uh, um, I couldn't understand when when I read you and when I but now that you explain it and, and let me encourage you, your explanation has 
has really helped me. I mean, we, we are at the same, um, almost at the same, well, you're finishing, I'm, I'm halfway finishing, uh, same level of study. And, and I could understand when, when Matthias told me about the, the seals and the seals. And we didn't talk about the seraphim, actually. But but that'll be an, yeah. a, but that'll be an, another occasion. All right, thank you sure. very much. All right, yeah. Have a good night. You too. You too. Have a good day. Bye bye.